podcast that used to be with it, but then they changed what it was. And now what we're with isn't it anymore. And what's it seems weird and scary. It'll happen to you. I'm your least with it host, Fuzzy Dan, and joining me today is a man who's my window to the it world. It's Mr. Doody Dootrum. How are we, Some sir? Some say you rub me against a piece of paper. <laughs> it's your window to it, Kane. <laughs> great line. Rub you off against a piece of paper. Ugh. Great line, great episode. Um, let's talk more Simpsons. Oh, we should do a yes. Simpsons pod. That's what most of the soundboard is nowadays, anyways. It's pretty much. Like, l- let's just pull the pin and just go straight to the Simpsons. Uh, but yep. we're not a Simpsons pod. We are a gaming podcast. Let's talk all things gaming because there's a lot of stuff happening this week. Lots of news, lots of things to discuss. First cab off the rank. Uh, there are two games that are releasing this week that we haven't had a chance to review yet. They are out tomorrow, I believe. Uh, first, uh, firstly, there is the Paper Mario game Origami King, which is the uh, the new Paper Mario game. Did you ever play the first one? No, but I do know that there's a big love for it as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Obviously, super stylistic. Um, so this one's all around origami. So good luck to you, sirs and madams and others, uh, if you are enjoying Paper Mario. Uh, the, yes, and the next fun. one, which I've been super excited about, um, and I will be playing all weekend. So goodbye weekend. Um, Ghosts of Sashimi. I mean, Tsushima, sorry, um, is is out now. Ninjas and Samurais and all sorts of stuff. Give me that now. I'm mean, very excited. That will be a... Uh, I'll be staying up late and playing that tonight. Yeah, that's a PlayStation exclusive, isn't it? I believe so. So, um, yeah, lots of, uh, lots of awesome titles coming through. It's been really interesting in the last, like, couple months. Um, PlayStation's been doing all these sort of retrospectives of all the great releases that have come out on the PS4 platform and all the rest of it, and they've included footage from Ghost of Tsushima, which is like, which is a bit weird considering the game hasn't been released yet. So, yeah, I, I don't. I mean, I'm, maybe people were getting that confused with uh, what was the other samurai game that came out? Oh, uh, like they had like, well, they've had Neo and stuff like that in the past that that come through, but like, I mean, this is. Um, this is one. Oh, Sekiro, I think is the one you're talking about. That's the one. Yeah, no, this was. They definitely didn't confuse it. It was specifically stuff from this. This is all officially released from PlayStation. They did it at the big Sony conference as well. It's just a bit bizarre. Like there was a lot of you know, alongside some amazing games of this last generation, um, they're putting this game up there. And I, I know there's been some early reviews out, and they've been uh, mostly positive. I have decided to stay away from them in general, but. Um, yeah, it's it's going to be interesting. I'm looking forward to playing it, but I don't know if it's an instant classic yet. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, but yeah, so they're out this weekend, so um, have a play of those. We'll talk about some of that next week as well, um, whenever we get time in our extra special episode that we'll get to later on. Um, next piece of news, Pokemon Go. Firstly, uh, Pokemon Go is still a thing. Uh, <laughs> were you aware that that was a thing, Duty? I am aware of the recent news report that's coming in regards to the words Pokemon and Go in the same sentence. That is correct, and that's what we're discussing. Um, Victoria, uh, Victoria, Melbourne, Australia has gone into lockdown again, and one of the they basically said there are specific reasons for you to leave your house, and Victoria Police have come out and they've had to tell everybody they are reiterating the point that playing Pokemon Go is not a legitimate reason to leave your house. (laughs) Now... It's so fucking good. (laughs) 
Firstly, Pokemon Go is still a thing, which how the fuck is it still going? <laughs> and secondly, I mean, people love Pokemon. Yeah, I I remember once I saw it about a, probably about two years ago. I, I was catching a bus into work and I saw a lady sitting there. She literally had two phones both playing Pokemon Go and she was just like flicking the things and catching the Pokemons and all this stuff while she's sitting on the bus. Two phones at the same time. It was ridiculous. It was... People love that shit. So, yeah, apparently it's not a legitimate reason to leave your house now. So you can't go collect your Poke people at the Poke gyms and whatever else is going on. Well, you can't do that and you can't also order 20 KFC Zinger meals as well. That's just a dead giveaway. <laughs> But then, like, I remember when it first came out and everyone was, like, hanging out at all the, like, the, the gym hotspots so you could get specific Pokemon. And there was, like, you know, they would be at, like, traffic roundabouts where cars are zooming around and people just standing on the side of the road flicking their phones. It's, like, it's, it was so stupid. Yeah. When it came out, I was in Hong Kong at the time and I downloaded it and immediately uninstalled it because this one, this thing's fucking stupid. It, but, yeah. look, people love it, so if you love it, that's great. But it is definitely not for me. Exactly right. And it is not a legitimate t- reason to leave your house in Victoria. So there you go. <laughs> <New>. <laughs> uh, moving on. Um, we've had uh, some updates, some teaser updates from Mr. Sean Murray. Now, Mr. Sean Murray is the man, the brains behind uh, No Man's Sky. And he is fairly infamous in Twitter circles for just posting random shit and then, like, just ahead of a major release. And, yeah. Like J.K. Rowling? Yeah, a little bit better, a little less, yeah, homophobic. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so he's he's just, like, post random stuff and he's posted this. It's basically just three seconds of static um, and there's apparently some sort of message that you can decode out of it, but nobody's been able to figure that out yet. Um, but yes, the basically it's a standby, stay tuned, something big is coming for No Man's Sky. So it's uh, I love a little bit of a tease, and I love that he keeps doing it, and I love that he actually delivers once it comes through. So, yeah. And that game, is it's a quality of life. Like, that game's just kept being updated and updated and updated. It hasn't sort of been forgotten about it just keeps going absolutely not yeah and like the last year i think i think last year was the big like that was the massive update for everybody so that was the um the online water update or something well yeah that's that's right it had the online capability um it had virtual reality it had all of the these aspects to this game that got added to it that had never been seen before and were really, really awesome. So that was their Beyond patch, and then they've done like little ones, incremental ones since then. But that was literally that was August eight last year that they launched that. Um, so oh, yeah, so it's going to be basically every year potentially. There's going to be some form of announcement updates or something. Yeah, absolutely. So I think that's. Yeah. Um, I'm looking forward to seeing what's happening. Um, yeah, that's. Very strange, and Sean Murray is known for being a little bit weird about that stuff. But, you know, good on him. If he keeps delivering, I'm totally happy with that. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yes, so stay tuned. Um, Moving on, we've seen some early gameplay footage for Crisis. Crisis Unity. Um, This is uh, the Crisis Remastered on the Switch. It's coming out very shortly. I think that's coming out um, at the end of the month might be like two weeks yeah it's 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 coming out to to everything as well but i think it's coming to the switch first because they're actually going back and redoing the graphics for xbox ps4 and pc like they're Uh, they're overhauling it uh july 23 is uh for the switch yeah so yeah i think that's like next week or something so yeah um yeah it's it's it 
pretty interesting that a game that was a computer killer is now coming to a portable console right <laughs> i think that was the first thing i said to you how the fuck is a switch running crisis um and it looks good like there's all of the um the the, the same sort of stuff that you had with the environment um being destroyed the destructive environments uh, vegetation the like the tracer bullets all sorts of stuff so it looks like it's gonna be as you know as mind-bendingly good as it was when it first came out but delivered to you on a switch platform which i just don't understand it just i i beg his belief yeah yeah i'm i'm looking forward to actually sort of seeing it like crisis is a it's a pretty decent size sort of game as well like it's not a small game no. well, at least for memory it wasn't a small game well, i think that um so the problem was like i remember going back and re and watching a couple of videos on crisis and how they you know why it was such a, a pc killer and basically what they did is they fucked around with like everything they did they started from scratch so it was they're, they're making all this stuff up as they go along they were just adding in all this code they were trying things and reinventing a whole bunch of stuff and it just basically got to this point where it became this such a big complex mess of code that they couldn't pull it apart because if they, they took away stuff, it would just fall apart. So yeah. it, it became you had, like the computers had to process everything. Like nowadays you get a lot of um, games with procedurally generated environments or low textured environments or, you know, none of those factors were in here. It was basically everything is as is right from the word go and the, the PC was trying to process the whole thing all the time. So, yeah, there's a lot of there was a lot of issues with how that that works. Hopefully what that means is they've fixed that up and they've found a way to, you know, this is what the remastered edition is all about. They've made it accessible on the Switch platform. Yeah, and uh, I'm interested to see how big it's going to be as well. Like, will it require people who don't have a external, well, not an external hard drive, but a memory expansion for their Switch? Will they need to go out and buy one? And that's, you know, that's the big thing because we had the, uh, was it The Witcher 3 um, that came out yeah. last year, end of last year, um, and that came out to Switch. And that was something that specifically I, I had to buy a, um, a new micro SD card for the Switch for that. Otherwise, I would have had to delete absolutely everything off the core platform itself. So, it's I mean, you can get something for like 20 or 30 bucks. That's not so much of an issue. But it's its really just the fact that it, there are very memory-intensive games that are available now. And you're going to start running out of space very, very quickly uh, if you don't have the opportunity to, um, you know, to buy the actual cartridge themselves. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, but yes, yeah, so there we go. Crisis coming out very soon. I'm I'm excited to play it. I actually really I'm looking forward to seeing. I don't know if I've actually ever played a shooter on the Switch platform, so it'll be interesting. Uh, I th I feel like I have. I'm drawing a blank. Oh, I've played the Resident Evils on the Switch, but it's not really first person. No, I think they released Doom on that, but we obviously had that on the Xbox. So yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah, look, it'll be interesting to see how they do it. Um, and if you're going to bring back one of the best shooters of all time. Yeah, Crisis is the one to do. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Especially if it's coming to your console first before uh, other ones. Exactly right. Well, there we go. Um, moving on now. This one, I think you're going to be a little bit excited about, Tootie. Um, it is yeah. Marvel Avengers. The beta dates yes. for Marvel Avengers. Yes, I'm very excited for Avengers. Is is I'm more excited for that than uh, than Cyberpunk. All right. Yes. Well, there you go. Well, look. There are some dates that are going to be... Uh, to, I'm very interested to hear your feedback on this one. So the first mm. date that you have to remember is August 7. So August 7, PS4 pre-order customers can start playing the beta. Mm -hmm. All right. August 14, yep. all PS4 owners can start playing the open beta. 
and PC and Xbox One pre-order customers can start playing beta from that date. Yep. Um, and then August 21, all Xbox and PC players can join the open beta as well. So That's not too bad. So PS4 pre-order customers get a, a full two weeks before like the, the cutoff date for everybody else. Uh, August 14th is the date. So now that you're a PS4 owner, obviously, as well, you'll be able to start playing the open beta on PS4 from August 14th. Um, I, my my PlayStation is a, isn't is really used. Um, to, 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 <laughs> I know, pinch, I know. to pinch a phrase from Paul from the countdown, it, it just sits there. I know it's your Spider-Man machine, yes. But, uh, yes, I, yeah. I mean, it might be, yeah, unless you're pre-ordering something, Duty, um, it might be the date that you go to is the August 14th, uh, you know, break out the old, you know, blow the dust off it, blow the cobwebs off and see how it goes. Yeah, I am very excited for it after they sort of uh, revealed the gameplay that we talked about, I think it was last month, mm. um, the th- and showed Thor gameplay. I'm just in there going, all right, I'm, I'm on board for this. This looks like it's going to be a, gr- a large amount of fun. Uh, the co- I think the combat director from 2018, 2017's God of War is doing the combat, so- I think, for Thor. Um, so it's uh, it's going to be very God God of Warry when playing as Thor, which I think is going to be fucking fantastic. Um, mm-hmm. And now, this, now this, this beta as well, I've been told that it is every, every, you get to play pretty much everything you're going to see in the game is going to be in this beta. So you'll be able to experience all the little different um, elements, the game elements, experience all the different characters and things like that. So you actually get a really good feel for it uh, before the game launches. So obviously you won't get the full story and all the rest of it. You might play you know, within a limited confine of that game but it's a fairly significant one which gives you access to all of the game elements so i think that's pretty it's also not a long time f- it's also not a long time for a beta because that comes out in september so yeah i think when we've seen previously when betas come out like when anthem beta came out and then the anthem game launched it, it wasn't far between it so yeah it's i am kind of happy though that they are doing a segmented release they're not just doing a, a blanket drop four release that they can go all right a service can handle Five thousand people, ten thousand people. All right, let's amp it up to Xbox. Uh, Twenty thousand. They're slowly incrementing the people on the server at the one time. Mm. Yeah, I look. I, so. I think it is. It is more of a ramping up the servers than anything else. It's very much. Uh, they they know at this stage. Like a lot of the times, like betas should be used as part of like a testing process. Like your first, you know, your first round betas are very much uh, like just you actually get a bit of feedback. But at this point, like you you are actually ready to launch. So there's nothing that's going to change. There might be day one patches that come through, but they won't be impacted by the uh, the beta feedback. Yeah, if they even accept any, I don't even think they bother. It's really just giving people early access that you know to get them excited for the game when it comes. Yeah, and unless there's anything like uh, massive, you know, bugs or something like that, that might ruin it. But I, I, to be yeah. honest, it's I think it's been done by Square Enix or is Square Enix off the top of my head. Yeah, uh, Crystal Dynamics. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and they did the Tomb Raider games, and they were fucking fantastic. Yeah, I, I look, I I think they're ready to go regardless. So it's I don't think it's going to be an issue. Um, but yes, yeah, so there we go. So the open beta date. So yeah, August seventh, August fourteenth, and August twenty one. Um, you can check those out uh, in yeah on your console of choice. Yep, and then it comes out in September. That's it. Um, but before we spoil any more of the news, duty, we have a sponsor. 
We do. It's the gang, the man, the myth, the legend, Michael from Culture Shock Collectibles. Uh, if you've been listening to the show for a while, you've probably heard this bill 10,000 times over. But if you're first time listening to the show, our show here, Shake and Not Noob, the gaming show is brought to you by a collectible store. Uh, essentially, we've got you covered, whether you're a nerd of all ages or all genres. So uh, Incognito Comics has got you covered for comic books and reading. Culture Shock Collectibles got you covered for putting shit on walls or putting shit on shelves. Um, I've just gotten some new Funko Pop. I put them up. I think I put them up on my private Instagram. I didn't put them up on the Shake and Not Nerd listener community, but I got a glow in the dark Megazord uh, from Power Rangers. I got uh, Tommy Lee Jones, Two Face, and uh, believe coming today is my Arnold Schwarzenegger, Mister Freeze Funko Pop. Um, so it's uh, it's very cool. There's some pre-orders that are going up live at the moment now. I believe he's getting the new Hasbro. Uh, Green Power Ranger Dragon Dagger, which uh, is uh, sort of like a display item you'd put in a glass shelf, which is where it's going to go. Um, but it's an actual working dragon flute, so you can actually, you know, press down buttons and push the buttons on the flute, <laughs> and you can actually fake summon the dragon sword, which I'm going to annoy the living shit out of my wife. <laughs> I can hear her being annoyed already. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I showed her the video and she went, oh shit, not something that makes sound. I'm like, yeah. Good lord. Um, yeah, the dragon dagger is, is a fantastic weapon for people who don't know what it is. Google it. It is the coolest, it's probably the coolest Power Ranger weapon out of every Power Ranger weapon, the dragon dagger. Dragon dagger, all right. Look that up if you need to. <laughs> Um, there we go. Yep. Culture Shock Collectibles, your number one stop for all of your nerdy needs. Thank you very much, Michael, uh, for sponsoring the show. He also has a new website as well. It's a it's a new website design layout. It looks fantastic. Yeah, I, th- I think I saw something about his uh, the website being down for maintenance. So um, yeah. Uh, I'm glad that it's back up and running. I'm going to check it out. I did look through it the other day because I was. We had a conversation um, around Transformers. I was just like, "Oh man, I'll just check out what kind of Transformers he's got." And I looked at that for a little bit too long and considered buying some Transformers shit. So um, yeah, he man, may you, be getting you an get order. That Top Gun one. <laughs> you got to get that Top Gun one. Your Top Gun is your like your biggest movie of all time. They're making a Top That's Gun. It's not Transformers. my biggest movie of all time. I do. I you have the. You have the movie on vinyl. <laughs> I, mate, I have the movie soundtrack on vinyl because it is an amazing soundtrack. I do have the uh, the Blu-ray copy of it as well because it is an amazing movie. I'm love. I'm very excited for Top Gun Maverick this year, and I may actually buy the Transformers crossover toy with Top Gun because you know what else are they going to cross over with? Is there anything? That's pretty cool. Is there anything that Transformers hasn't crossed over with at this point? Um, I just got ordered for me today the Transformers Ghostbusters Ecto-1, and it looks fucking sick. <laughs> um, as well as I'm going to order the DeLorean Ghost, uh, DeLorean Transformer. Oh, yeah, it's it's very interesting. Those guys are desperate for money. Um, but yes, if you're yep. desperate to spend some money, Culture Shock Collectibles is your place to spend it. <laughs> <laughs> Good way to put it. Yes, now let's talk about what we're here to talk about this week. We're here, we're not reviewing a new game this week. What we're going to be talking about is the conference that we saw, kind of a conference, kind of a presentation more, uh, from Ubisoft Forward that came out earlier this week. Um, now, if you haven't yes. had a chance to check it out, there are the full you know, feature-length things that you can watch. There is a It's basically an hour of showcasing material that's coming out from Ubisoft. So some new stuff, some old stuff, you know, basically a shot of where they're at at the moment. Um, we're going to talk about all the new games that came through. Um, it, I'm excited about some of this stuff too. It looks really cool. 
Uh, oh, yeah, definitely. We did see uh, the new stuff for Watch Dogs uh, Legion, so we got a bit more of context for the story. So they gave like, a lot more context to some of the main characters and like the bad guys and showed a bit of gameplay footage and some of the recruits that you can have in the game. It's a really... Yeah. Like, I, I'm enjoying it more. I'm, I'm thinking about it now, about how you recruit people into these things and you can recruit anybody and work them around and basically develop this whole like relationship and background with them to employ them and as part of your your squad and then all of a sudden if they get topped during combat like that's it i find it i find it really fascinating it's a really cool gameplay element yeah there is uh they they talked about in one of the videos uh they said look for example if there's a mission where you need to go into a construction site if you go in there as a as a grandma or a secret agent or a retail worker you can still do it but it'll be harder if you uh coerce a construction a fellow construction worker to join your cause you can play as him and you can simply just walk into the area because you're a construction worker yeah um and that's how they've kind of set it up and done it as well like if you have the you know the the rip-off james bond if you will of, of this particular game you'll have his car that fires rockets and missiles out of it and has all these gadgets and stuff um where you know no one ever suspects a grandma of being a you know computer internet terrorist sort of affiliated gang so you have all these sort of positives and negative effects to each character so i think like we saw uh watchdog legion behind closed doors at pax and uh, one of the the sort of positives and negatives they said about picking an old person was they could die randomly at any time from old age <laughs> That's right, they just have like um, a heart attack and pass out yeah and they're, they're just dead um so it's like you could put all your you know you could put all this time into developing you know the assassin granny and then she just flat out dies from you know a heart attack or something like that and it's it's kind of cool <laughs> it's pretty cool i did enjoy the um one of the characters they showed was pretty much like john wick and there was a really cool yep. uh, action sequence that you could see. It would be really cool to see how that combat plays out, like if it actually plays out that smoothly, because it was you know, it's pretty impressive. If we can get anything close to that, I'll be very happy with it. Yeah, that's that's uh, that's where you start seeing, you know, the John Wick action. The only time I've really seen that is like Rainbow Six when there's five against one yeah. and somehow the one survives but um <laughs> they've also said as well if you don't want to have permadeath on i think it's a toggleable it's a uh, toggleable you can change the option <laughs> yep toggleable toggleable uh yep that's, that's a word <laughs> it is now toggleable uh option where you can decide where if they die they just go to jail for an extended amount of time or they're damaged and if you recruit a medic or a lawyer medic. they can lessen their uh hospital time or lessen their jail sentence oh okay um which i thought was pretty cool as well but uh yeah apparently a lot of uh, some people said oh i don't want my secret agent that i've worked so hard on dying and i, I think to that response is just well get good <laughs> exactly right well yeah watchdogs yeah. legion we've got an october 29th release date so uh it's i'm very excited for yeah, it yeah very close to uh, to cyberpunk as well which is uh, which is interesting um now i'm just going to skip through the next few because they are fairly lightweight and um, we did have a, mm-hmm. a bit of a thing from rainbow six but it was more of a retrospective it didn't really show us much new right like i didn't see anything yeah it was just a it was a it was a thank you yeah. sort of thing for the community has grown rapidly yeah um from its initial launch to where it is now it's a completely different game it's got a huge massive community yeah. um it's got heaps of dlc so on and so forth and they just talked about how they've evolved the game over time um so yeah it was just a a little bit of a thank you sort of thing and and sort of showing what they're sort of doing a bit of a tease of what they're doing next apparently the next or the last two 
DLC expansions to come out for Siege later this year, rather than two operators, it's going to be one operator mm-hmm. um, for the new DLC, and they're going to rework uh, different operators. So they're, they're going to, I believe, change Tachanka, whose ability was he'd put down like a, a mobile sentry turret that he could sort of stand at and shoot, like a like a basically a Gatling gun turret sort of thing. Uh, and one of his preview builds was that he would actually carry the light machine gun as his main weapon now. Okay. Uh, and his gadget would be that he'd shoot uh, incendiary bombs. Interesting. Um, they may change that up, but it looks like they're, they're changing up some of the useless or, or harder to use operators or barely picked operators because they're crap. Okay. Um, and they just do some quality of life adjustments as well. No, that's good. That's, that's what you want. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, we also had uh, an ad for the new Tom Clancy's Elite Squad, which looks like uh, Rainbow Six uh, meets meets Fortnite meets Team Fortress. It's, it's kind of a little bit over the top, cartoony, probably accessible by kids. It's yeah, I don't know. Did you a, did that tickle your fancy, uh, fancy at anything? No. <laughs> Good. We'll move. <laughs> it's it's. it's- yeah, move along. <laughs> move along straight away because it looks shit. Um, We've got more to talk about this bigger. Yes, we do. Um, Hyperscape as well. And now this is their new um, free-to-play game. It's a new multiplayer shooter. The story is legitimately just Ready Player One. Um, so if you've seen the movie of Ready Player One, this is the video game. Um, <laughs> and it's kind of Overwatchy. It, it feels like they're trying to get into their Overwatch market. So, yeah... I mean, good on them. Again. Yeah, there's a uh, public beta ad for it now. I have downloaded it, but I haven't played yeah, it. Yeah, again, I mean, sure. Um, put that firmly in the basket of who cares with Tom Clancy's Elite Squad. Um, <laughs> let's move on to the big ones, um, the big boys. I want to talk about the big... Well, I want to talk about Assassin's Creed last because that's, that's fucking huge. Let's talk about Far Cry 6. We did see um, some, uh, uh, basically an opening sequence trailer for this one. Um, which looks amazing. So Feb 18th, uh, 2021 is the date for launch. Um, we saw this amazing trailer, which like that, if anything, like I will say that the Far Cry series does amazing trailers. It gets you hooked on the story and they do fucking fantastic bad guys. I think they, they continue yep. to do good bad guys. They've had some amazing ones all the way through. And this one looks nothing less than fucking amazing. Uh, they've got Giancarlo Esposito. Um, if anyone doesn't know who that is, he is Gustavo Fring from Breaking Bad. He is... And Better Call Saul. Yeah, and Better Call Saul. Yes, obviously, the one that I keep forgetting about. Um, he he is an amazing bad guy. It looks like he's pr- playing pretty much the same kind of character. He's El Presidente of a country, and which is in just absolute chaos. And he's uh, basically yeah. the whole thing is him teaching his son like to be a complete badass, and they throw a grenade at this crowd of people protesting. It's fucking like it's just menacing. He looks like he's going to be terrifying. Um, and from the moment he starts speaking, you just get shivers down your spine. It's so cool. It's a it's a high tension trailer as well because the whole sort of trailer plays out of a. Uh him showing his, I don't know, maybe 10-year-old kid or 7-year-old kid or something like that about hand grenades and how it works. Mm-hmm. And then he puts the grenade into his hand and then pulls the pin and just goes, don't let go of it. And he, like, nearly trips up steps and he nearly trips over stuff. And you just, it's yeah. it's ma- it's really, really well put together. And it's it's probably, I would say, 
out of all the Far Cry villains we've had, especially, say, going from three onwards, it's probably the villain I'm most excited for because we've had Troy Baker and we had, you know, Vass and all that sort of stuff like that, yeah. uh, who was also in Breaking Bad. Um, but this is <laughs> this is you know, Moff Gideon from Mandalorian. Yeah. This is this is fantastic. Well, and there's, there's been a lot of, like, speculation around these, these characters as well. I'm not sure if you saw any of this, but there is uh, speculation that, that Vass... Like, this could actually mm. be a prequel to Far Cry 3 and that this kid could be Vass because he has the same Ooh. scar above his eye that Vass does. So, it's... Oh, that's cool. It's, if, if it's true, pretty fucking awesome. I don't know if it is because of the uh, the backstory and the history that's already in place around Vass, but if, if it's true, it'd be pretty amazing. Um, yeah. But yeah, look, I think they've done an amazing job all the way through. We've always seen really cool characters. I've I've enjoyed like I've enjoyed Pagan Min. I thought Pagan Min was really cool. Um, and like that was Troy. No, was that Troy Baker as well? Um, I don't know who voiced that, but yeah, he. I thought he was like just the way that he like he voiced it and his, his, like the whole presence of that character was very menacing. It's very charismatic. Yeah, and then obviously Joseph Seed in that last one was just. Like that was that was crazy. He was like very much that that charismatic leader as well. So I think there's there's they've had such good bad guys that give you that get you tied into the story. Um, I would like to see like how they did with Far Cry Five. Like they're more like they integrate the main character more. You hear their voice more. Like just more of that feeling part of the game rather than disconnected from it. Um, yeah, yeah. And and if if you are playing as Vass in this game, or not playing as Vass, if that kid is Vass. Uh, they started to introduce in, yeah, in Far Cry Four, no Five, yeah. um, where you would create your character, what he's wearing, yeah. or, or what she's wearing, and helmets and this and that and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, look, I I think it's great. I, like, I mean, I I love the Far Cry series. I, look, I will put a bit of a caveat to that. I love the main episodes of the Far Cry series. So like the main numbered ones, like everything after that. So they always do a main numbered one and then like a side one afterwards. I've always enjoyed. Oh, Blood Dragon was awesome. Blood Dragon was was great for the simple fact that they didn't take them that too seriously they took the piss and they had a bit of fun with it but all the other ones seem to have you know like primal and far cry new dawn like all of those just never really gave anything uh, extra it was just kind of here's the same mechanics but with a different skin so i i like that they add new things into the main numbered uh, episodes and they do the most work on those so very excited yeah. for uh, for this one um, and I think I don't know if we got a, a release date for this one. Um, I'll just double check. Um, twenty twenty one. I think it's February. I think. Okay. Yep. There we go. So I think it's it is twenty twenty one. Eighteenth of February twenty twenty one. There we go. Um, right, there so we go. Uh, yeah. Sorry, I didn't even say that. What am I talking about? It's in my notes. Um, <laughs> but yes. Yeah, so Far Cry Six coming out. I'm I'm excited for it. It looks cool. From what we've seen so far, again, it's only like the like theatrical trailers. So when we see the gameplay, that's when can, we can really start doing some speculation on this one. Yeah, exactly. Um, but let's talk about the big one: Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Um, yeah. Now we've talked on a couple of episodes about leaked gameplay footage. Now I would like to say that I, I've I've heard heard this. Yeah confirmed in inverted commas um that ubisoft are asking influencers to leak this gameplay footage um they basically look into crowdsource feedback so you know all, all of that stuff like we talked about it last week and i was i was saying 
yeah, like there, it feels like there's so much of it, it, it can't be uh, yeah, unplanned. It's very much staged. So, yeah, this has been confirmed that yeah, Ubisoft are asking people to actually leak it out there. Yeah, I uh, after it was announced as well, um, well, made in mind that who's been on the show before, G-Man Lives actually went to or got invited to Ubisoft's headquarters in Sydney, um, and he got to play an early build of Assassin's Creed, and he's done a whole breakdown of how the game works, how, comparing it to Odyssey. I think was the last one that came yep. out. Um, so if you if if you're interested in that, there, there's that video on his channel. Um, but it's it's with the first Assassin's Creed game that I'm actually excited for since Black Flag, and uh, and since we saw the you know 15 minutes or so of gameplay of this i actually went on to the xbox store last night and bought odyssey just to sort of oh okay yeah re-familiar myself with the controls and the the sort of the world um you can change the sex of the character at any time you're not locked in as playing a male or female from the start um there's loads of missions in the game that do nothing but just provide character backstory and and a bit of a breakaway from the not monotony, but the breakaway from the constant carnage and combat that's going on. Like apparently, there's a there's a level where you go to a wedding, and there's a mini game where you drink beer, and then when you're drunk, you try and fire arrows on the target, and it just builds all this character development. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so uh, yeah, apparently, it's it's people are comparing it to The Witcher in regards to its character building and oh. its world and <laughs> and yeah g-man turned around going you know what they're not wrong oh i mean that's 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 very strong like that's uh, i think there's some give it give it a watch you you won't like his last of us video but um <laughs> the, the, the assassin's creed video is real good um it's yeah but it, it's i'm excited to play it as well it's got the it looks like it's got the same thing from origins and odyssey in regards to changing your clothes and your outfits and your weapons and all that sort of yep. stuff you can even dual wield any weapon at all in the game and they even show you when this in on the Uplay uh, Ubisoft forward thing that it was you can do wheel shields and just bludgeon people to death with two shields and it is good that they I have think- confirmed that because it's one of the things they didn't we didn't see early on was there is shield combat back which is great something that was yeah just inexplicably missing from the last game so i'm glad they listened to that com- uh, to that feedback and for a you know a character you know setting you know, based within Viking lore, like that is literally what they do. They just literally had shields everywhere. That was their whole thing. So I kind of like the idea of using two shields as your weapon as well. <laughs> like being this random Viking who's like, my weapon is just two shields, and I beat the shit out of you with it. Yeah, look, I like that they are bringing the whole mythical creatures back. They're bringing, you know, there looks like there's some magic and all sorts of stuff. It's it's very interesting. It's like realistic settings, but crazy things happen in, within it. So. It's Assassin's Creed, so there's going to be some very uh, interesting elements that add to this. So I'm, I'm excited for it. I'm still playing through. Like yeah. I, I platinumed um, Odyssey, so I've finished that off, and that's all done. Uh, but I'm also going back and playing um, Origins as well, just to refamiliarize myself with that because I had it on PC. So um, yeah, that's been that's been fun playing through that. I, I think I think we can both say when the game is released. Uh I think September, October. I think yeah. yeah Toward the end of this year for for Assassin's Creed, we'll both be talking about it. And it'll it'll oh, it'll sort of be a be big like episode. That one. Formula One episode. Yeah. yeah, we'll we'll both be talking about it. On, uh, Absolutely. On yeah, look for anyone who hasn't seen it as well. Um, I I recommend checking out. There's a, there is a ton of footage out there at the moment. They've like as like I said, it's been leaked everywhere. So just go and check it. There looks like there's a few new systems in here. There are better graphics than the previous edition. There's a bit more. Um, 
I suppose if we if we look at Odyssey, it was very bright and there was very lots of color. I think this is a lot darker, a lot bleaker, which suits the the setting yeah. that it's in. But it's still quite pretty. There's different factions of enemies as well. Yeah. Like there's like native tribalmen, and then there's knights, and there's this and there's that, and all this sort of yeah. stuff. But it, it looks um, very pretty, yeah, right? There's, there's like it's it's it, yeah. oh yeah. So I think it, anyone who hasn't liked the direction that Assassin's Creed has been going. This is not the game for you because that is the direction that they are going in. Um, and they're going to stick with it for now. Lots of RPG stuff. Lots of... I think there looks like there's going to be a lot more depth to it, which is which is good because I think despite platinuming um, Odyssey, like even when you go through it all, I don't... It's a very shallow experience. So I'd like to see this being developed more um, and have more interaction with your, you know, your Viking horde and all the rest of it. I think... There could be some really good opportunities to uh, to experience this game on a on a grander scale. Yeah, and there'll probably be you know somewhere hidden in the game you'll be able to find and use Molnir, or there'll be essentially Kratos's axe from God of War, the Leviathan. There'll be references and Easter eggs to heaps. Oh, mate, they they do that everywhere. Like in Odyssey, you can find um, Neptune's trident and a bunch of other stuff. And yeah, it's it's pretty cool. I'll I'll tell you the location afterwards. Um, but yeah, it's um, <laughs> yeah, you can find a whole bunch of really cool stuff in there that are like these mythical creations, and it brings in that sort of magic and aliens and time travel and all sorts of shit that um, Assassin's Creed is known for. Um, as long as we don't yeah. have to spend extended periods of time outside of the Animus, I'm totally fine. Um, that is the one thing that ruins these games for me is when they do any of that shit. I am not interested. <laughs> well, yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm uh, I've got it installed. I haven't booted it up yet because I bought it last night. But I'll. I'll talk about uh, Assassin's Creed Odyssey um, for for those of you who have been looking or asking or wondering about the SpongeBob SquarePants video that will be up tonight. Oh, well, that'll be up now um, for you because you're listening in the future. Um, so that's about a five-minute video, and Mrs. Duty has done it all herself. Lovely. Um, so it's uh, it's pretty cool, and um, I'm going to be doing some more Transformer stuff on uh, on the YouTubes as well. And we've got Destroy All Humans, I think, coming up pretty soon. Um, and, but, yeah, there's there's a couple games coming up. And honestly, with this Ubisoft Forward, this is probably the first time where... Ubisoft have shown off games, and with every game they've shown off, I'm like, I'm on board for all of them. Yeah, I like meaning Far Cry, Assassin's Creed, and Watch Dogs. Maybe not so much. <laughs> not so much Tom the rest Clancy. of it. Um, maybe not so much Tom Clancy's Fortnite. Yeah. But yeah, I'm on board for the, for these. You know these these big hitters definitely yeah absolutely like i i played um i got my free edition of uh, watchdogs 2 um so i've been i started playing that again and look there's there's some stuff about it that i don't particularly like as far as the settings concerned but i think there's still some really cool things about that game that get overlooked um so I, i'm interested to play a new watchdogs I, I think there's you know it, it would be good to see if they have made it back to that gritty experience that we got in the first one yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, I liked the setting of the first one because it was very, it was D- D- Detroit. I think it was like dark, gritty Detroit. Yeah, it was re- well, Chicago, I think. Um, it, oh yeah, yeah, Chicago. Yeah, it was it was realistic. There was a pretty depressing, like dark story to it. Lots of you know family murder and very Max Payne-y. Um But yeah, I think they they lost that element of it within the second story. It became almost a cartoon parody of itself. So seeing the yeah. seeing what we've seen so far of um, the. Uh, the 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 story footage and all the rest of it, I think we're getting that gritty story again, which is great. Yeah, awesome. Well, that's it for this week. 
Um, it's very exciting to have discussed all of that. We've got a very extra special episode next week, though, buddy, because next week we're going to be talking sex box. I almost said Sony. Um, we're going to be talking the Xbox conference. Uh, they they are going to be talking all about the Xbox One X or whatever it is. Um, Series X. Series X, that's the one. I can't remember these. That's why I say Sexbox, because it's easier to remember. Um, they're going to be talking all about that next-gen console, um, hopefully new games, hopefully anything. Like, we're just we're hungry for information. So the episode will be mm. coming out slightly later than normal, um, because the I think it happens 2 a.m. our time. Um, and 24th of July, I think. Yes, it was that's right. Later. So uh, next, yeah. fr- next Friday... Um, so what we'll be doing is we'll be recording in the morning after I wake up and have breakfast, um, and then we'll be out around midday on that day. So there'll be something out on that day. We will be giving you the freshest and hottest takes uh, of what we think about the sex box and all its latest information. Um, so stay yep. tuned for that. I know Duty is he's he's a little bit excited. My tax return's ready to go for the new Xbox. <laughs> <laughs> it's already spent. <laughs> yep. Um, so, yeah, stay, stay tuned for that. Apologies for it being slightly late, but it will be a fresh hot take on all of your yes. uh, sex box experiences. Um, until next time, then, I've been Fuzzy Dan, reminding you that if you're having a shit time, you're not getting where you need to be in the game. you got to get good. And this is Duty reminding you to play with each other and play with yourself.